It was Christmas Day. I took the train to the hospital. And I navigated the maze of hallways and elevators to a tiny little room. And in the room there was a father, a dad. His face was worn and haggard. He was sitting in a chair. And he was bent over the bed that was in the room. And there was his teenage son. His son's body was literally a punching bag. It looked blue and black. It was covered with scrapes and bandages. It was wrapped in wires, reinforced with steel braces, and stuffed with dozens of needles. He had been hit by a car. It was truly horrific. And I can still remember all these years later the look in that man's face, that father's face. It was a look of utter fear, utter desperation, of regret. Even now, thinking about it all these years later, I start to cheer up thinking about it. Another occasion. It was an ordinary day for me, but as I walked into the jail cell, I realized it was not an ordinary day for this person. The news was not good. Conviction seemed likely. The person's family was already distancing themselves. They would lose their job. Their reputation would be in ruins. One more occasion. I remember standing in the home of a woman whose husband had just died. And they had been married for over 60 years. And by all accounts, and certainly by my experience with them, they had a very happy marriage. They had lots of children and grandchildren, a few great-grandchildren. And I remember standing there with my arm around her shoulder as the men came with the stretchers to take the still warm body of her husband away. I'll never forget the look in her eyes. And these moments, when a person's world has come apart, or when your world comes apart, where is God? And that is the experience, and that is the question of the author from today's lesson from the book of Lamentations, traditionally understood to be the prophet Jeremiah. But the book of Lamentations is really a poetic outcry over the destruction of Israel's political and religious capital, Jerusalem, in the year 587 B.C. by the Babylonian Empire. And unlike today's lesson, the words that we'll find and talk about in a moment, most of the book of Lamentations is full of grief and despair, anger and outrage. But today's passage is actually at the very center of the book. The book of Lamentations begins in despair, it ends in despair, it doesn't end with a happy ending, it also ends in despair, but right in the middle of the book we find these words that we just heard. 
But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in Him. Now in these verses there is a refrain, and it already is echoing through some of your ears, but there is a refrain that comes up again and again throughout the Hebrew Scriptures, throughout the Old Testament. And it usually goes something like this as we find it. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now this refrain is usually given in the scriptures after inventing and expressing of trouble and tears. Now today's gospel reading from St. Mark highlights the experience of the believer when God is extraordinarily faithful through the performance of miracles. Jesus heals a woman who's had this hemorrhage for a long time. And Jesus raises from the dead this young girl. But the book of Lamentations highlights the experience of the believer when the prayer is not answered. When the miracle does not come. And when the worst case scenario comes to pass. In these moments, When a person's world has come apart, or when your world has come apart, where is God? Now the book of Lamentations, and really the rest of the scriptures, particularly the Hebrew scriptures, have some advice for you, have some counsel for you in those moments. One word is that you should reaffirm your faith in the faithfulness and goodness of God in those moments. And you can do that mightily and confidently, and you can do that through tears and feebly. To even repeat that refrain, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So repeat loudly after me. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So absolutely do that in those moments. But sometimes saying those words, or hearing those words said to you, can feel very trite, or shallow, or hollow. And not because they aren't true, but it's just when the human heart has been broken and worn and stretched and shattered, even the wisest pronouncements by the wisest of people can ring in your ears like cheap platitudes. And so the other word that Lamentations recommends to you is to lament. Very often, in these moments, the healing course of action may be to lament your situation. But as one theologian has said, we are not comfortable with lament as a society. We are are not comfortable with grief. 
We are eager to move on from sorrow and pain. To distract ourselves with the next app, the next relationship, the next hookup, the next TV show, the next Netflix series, the next drink, the next joke, the next website, the next job, whatever, anything to keep us from sitting with our heart and our thoughts, weeping our sorrows. But there is a time to cry. And to cry loudly and to cry often. And there is a time where it is appropriate to call out, God, why? Why? Or to confess, Lord, I can't keep doing this. Or to say, you know what? I'm not okay. I don't have it all together. I need help. Or to say, I don't know. Or to admit, yes, I have faith, I have trust, but right now, all the reassurances of God and faith seem to me like a distant country. Christianity is not promise, does not promise freedom from sorrow. The Christian faith does not say, if you do all the things in life rightly, your life will therefore go rightly. Christianity is extremely realistic about suffering. It has come to you, it will come to you, it will come again. So in these moments, when a person's world has come apart, or your world has come apart, where is God? God is with you. God walks with you through that dark valley. Christ weeps as you weep. Christ hopes in you when you can no longer hope for yourself. Now in those moments, should you strive to still cling to Christ? Yes. But even more, even more, you should allow Christ and Christ's people to cling to you. Because so often in those moments, you can barely cling to yourself, much less the Son of God. And in those moments in your life, should you reaffirm your faith and the faithfulness and goodness of God? Yes. But sometimes you won't be able to do that by yourself. Which is why, for many reasons, you should never isolate yourself in those dark moments from your family of faith and from other people who care for you. They may have to carry your faith for you for a season. So yes, absolutely, reaffirm your faith in some way. But also for a time, use a red pen here, for a time, lament your situation. Grieve. Express your feelings. Vent what is in your heart. Now, it may be true that God is very close to those who stand confidently and strongly declaring their faith. That's true, no doubt. But perhaps it is also true that God is even closer to those who throw themselves down on knees of despair, their faces black and blue from tears or from pain, reaching out desperately for hope. And so when you find yourself in those moments in life, 
When the whole world seems silent, everything that is good seems silent, including God. Their trust in the steadfast love of the Lord. Their trust that God's mercies are new every morning. Their trust in God's faithfulness. And when you can't do that, lament. And when you find yourself unable to trust, let Christ's people trust in you. Here's the good news. Those dark moments when you cannot trust, when you cannot hold on to anything, God will be faithful to you. God will abide with you in that dark valley until you get to the new valley of light, of dawn, of a new day. Amen.